and make the stuff that they're selling, make the stuff that they're mm -hmm. moving. They spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on market research for these tentpole events every single year. Exactly. They, they know what's going to sell. They know before you do, they know a year before you do what they're putting out on those shelves for that season, for that year. And whatever they're producing, that's going to move. And there's always going to be people that are going to prioritize small, locally owned, handcrafted businesses over big box stores. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to another episode of the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast. If you're looking to grow or scale your laser business, whether it's local or online, we've got you covered and we're coming at you with a ton of great tips today. But first, I'd like to introduce our cast. Uh, we've got back uh, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? How's it going? Good morning. Gio's returning to hang out with us again. How's it going, Gio? Good morning. And uh, for his laser source debut, Tyler, all the way up from Alaska. What's going on, Tyler? How's it going, man? Well, you know, it's five o'clock in the morning. I'm here. Let's do this. You're here. You're a fighter. I like it. Good spirit. Good attitude. Uh, we have a really interesting topic today, and this is something that I've really been working on the past year, uh, and I'm excited to hear about your guys' input on it. We're talking about tentpole events and tentpole marketing, and the long and short of that is basically there are certain events during the year where you're going to see a huge ramp up in search traffic and interest from people until you hit that point and then you start to see a decline. And so certain times of year, these repeats are going to be cyclical and they're going to repeat over and over again. A great example is Christmas, right? Uh, just Christmas gifts. You're going to see your sales shoot up during Christmas for gift related items. And then after Christmas, those sales are going to ramp back down. So that's the basic kind of idea behind this tentpole strategy. And there are tons of different temples that you can take advantage of throughout the year. I mean, if we're just sitting here listening off holidays, we've got Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, you've got summer stuff, you know, flip floppy, whatever, uh, back to school, Halloween, just autumn in general is like a tentpole event now, uh, you know, Christmas, New Year's, and there's a ton more. Then um, I'm sure we're gonna talk about a lot of them on the podcast today. Have you guys ever tried to do any kind of like tentpole marketing with your lasers since starting? I know some of you guys are newer than others, but I'm really curious if this is something that you've messed around with at all. Uh, Patrick, well, let's hear from you first, man. Is this something that you've ever taken advantage of? Three weeks ago, I had the first uh, little event that was a craft show, uh, probably about 20 miles up the road, and took a bunch of coasters that I'd made and some small cutting boards and sold $500 worth of stuff between 9 a.m. and about 3 p.m. So it went pretty well. That's awesome. Yeah. Craft shows are definitely like a cyclical event, right? They're going to happen over and over and over again. It's something you can plan for in advance. And if you know the customers that are going to be at those kind of shows, you can really tailor your stuff that you're bringing to sell there for that audience. Uh, so that's that's really interesting. Tyler, you, you're making sales, right? Are you like in business? Are you doing work for people and getting paid yet? I am. So I think just last week, actually, uh, Monday, well, this past Monday, I guess, uh, I went public per se, instead mm -hmm. of just like, hey, 
people know that I've got this laser to where people actually now can look me up, you know, on Facebook. Um, when I posted to the <clears throat> group here on base, you know, my Facebook page, my Facebook business page, anyway, immediately went up to like 50 likes from the five from my family and friends that already liked it. So that's awesome, man. We're definitely following it now, which is nice. Yeah. Do you have any plans? I mean, we're, we're moving into like autumn and the holiday season now. Do you have plans to take advantage of those kind of events that are coming up? So the only one that I know of up here is pretty expensive to get a spot at. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple smaller ones. I went to a couple of them last year, you know, not selling anything, just going to like look at things per se. And there really wasn't a lot of people. I don't know if it's because it was height of COVID last year. And up here in Alaska, especially, there's not a lot of healthcare. So, or not a lot of places for healthcare, I guess. And people were kind of staying inside. So maybe now that things are kind of, you know, ramping back up, people will be actually going out to these things. But the one that I was looking at was like a $500 spot and you yeah. get like a four foot by four foot table. Yeah. It's really, really so. expensive we'll see um what about like what about like special more like seasonally themed items like that you could like make in advance and then like sell you know like like christmas themed something or others or you know thanksgiving or autumn type stuff have you do you have any plans to work on that kind of stuff to show off so i bought like 50 or so little two inch or two and a half inch by two and a half inch steel discs Mm -hmm. i'm gonna try to do some uh like christmas ornaments maybe customize them if somebody wants them customized like you to walmart you know or when you go to walmart and buy something and then you bring it to like the you know local place that does your things uh there was something in the middle of our mall back home that you could bring literally anything and they would just customize it for you i don't know if they had like a drag knife or you know whatever it was they would actually just customize it for you so maybe something like that too yeah people bring me a sleigh ornament and putting names on it or something. Totally. So totally. Try to open it up. Ornaments were really big. I know my mom, when I was little, would always get us an ornament every year. You know, it would have the year on it and like what we liked that year. So I had like a Power Rangers ornament and, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. And then she handed that down to us whenever we moved out of the house. So now we have those, you know, to put on our tree and try to do the same thing with our kids too. Yeah, that's awesome. My mom always got me every year. She got me the licensed Crayola, uh, the licensed Crayola ornament. So now I just have like a giant box full of Crayola ornaments from like 1990 on, which is pretty crazy. Geo holiday plans, that kind of stuff. What do you got? Uh, my wife really wants to do Christmas stuff. She's been talking about it since we got the our CO2 a couple of years ago. I just haven't yeah. uh, haven't done it yet. Yeah, it's more her thing than mine. I'm, I'm anti-Christmas. So I worked retail for <laughs> six years, yeah. and I hate hey, Christmas dude. music. <laughs> you can be you can be anti-Christmas and still take advantage of it though to like generate revenue for your business, man. You know, yeah. especially like things like I mean, just like the the Tumblr. We we were talking about it on the live stream yesterday. Tumblers, Ridge wallets are really really big right now the like custom credit card things that people have been doing where they're actually like taking the chips out and like putting them in like new customized plates, like all that insane stuff that that can all be done revolving around like these kind of, you know, temple things. I, the, the goal is to post content and products strategically to like take advantage of 
these holidays, you know, and we can ride the wave of the search traffic because it's so hard to break out organically in search as just like a laser engraver or a customizer, you know, and if right. we if we really take advantage of these events as they come up throughout the year, you can kind of like ride that wave, ride the hashtag, you know, and and take advantage of that to get some some traffic to your business and, you know, hopefully convert those things into sales. It doesn't just have to be holidays. You you might hate Christmas and that's OK. But like maybe there's they maybe there's like, a, I don't know, like a Dungeons and Dragons convention happening near you you know, next month or whatever, like that's something you can like target that and plan for it, produce some products around that, you know, and then try to make sales during that event, you know, or like, uh, like another thing is like when TV show releases come out, you know, like the new season of the Mandalorian or, uh, stranger things, you gotta be careful there. Cause you can't just like take the logo and slap it on a mug. Right. But you can you can be creative. You can take lines from the show or like little Easter eggs that only people that watch the show would know and customize gifts with that, you know, and things like that. I think I think there's a lot of money there that's to be had. And um, I definitely think it's something that everybody should be taking advantage of, even if you don't like you're like, OK, Christmas is next month. We need to retool the entire shop to just produce Christmas things until Christmas is over. I'm not saying that's how hard you have to go with it, but I definitely think that there's some some room there where you can like take advantage of that mostly to to drive traffic i think is really important or the other thing you can do too is you can just produce content to drive traffic even if you don't necessarily have um products that are pre-made to sell for that particular temple if you're just creating content, somebody brought in to me the other day is pretty early in the year. I understand that we're just getting into October, but they brought in a leather stocking. It was like a leather Christmas stocking. It's very weird. It was like stitched together. It looked like something you'd find in Hannibal's basement, but it was a leather <laughs> stocking. So I like engraved it and I put some Christmas music over it and threw it on TikTok. You know, like you can just produce things like that, like one offs that you can do little videos for or Instagram posts for just to drive the traffic and then people will find you and maybe come to you with their own gift ideas or, or something like that. For sure. When I was walking around last year, um, prices are definitely higher up here in Alaska for like just small things. You know, I think that I'm probably too low when it comes to my pricing. So when I was walking around some of those markets last year, this guy does custom like metal sculptures essentially. And he did a bunch of the mini ones for like, like probably this big or so what are like $300 for some of those and then there were some big ones you hung on the wall like with a moose or with a you know caribou something Alaska-y and those started at like 900 so this guy was probably making his money back because I know you know he invests his time into it but steel's not all that expensive so I mean, he's making his money back on his time and probably making that $500 back for the space I guess yeah and people were buying the thing, so <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, especially as like, you know, when the holidays start to ramp up to uh, this time of year, people are more desperate to get things, especially because they're going to be waiting till the last second to place these kind of orders with you guys. And there should definitely be a premium that they're paying for that. You know, you, you should be charging them more because they're going to be coming to you at the last second with some crazy custom thing that they need done and you should get paid for that. So I wouldn't undersell yourself 
even if you're new and especially if you're tyler and live up in the arctic uh and there's nowhere else for these people to go dude you're the option you know what i mean for a lot of stuff with your fiber laser like you're going to be the only person that that can do it for like miles so i mean i would i would probably charge more dude in general and then certainly as we get into like the holiday season you should definitely want to be uh boosting your prices up i know i do i don't tell people i'm charging them an extra fee i just quote them higher you know that time of year and it you know i very very rarely do i have people just saying like no i'm good uh i'll i'll go look somewhere else or i'll go without it they they want it done you know um so i i wouldn't i wouldn't miss out on that for sure um but yeah i mean you know it's just you have to get i think things on the on the calendar is like really important you know like i said even if you're not Mm -hmm. even if you're not mass producing a product to be sold that time of year i think it just having like you know i want an instagram post once a week every week leading up to halloween with some halloween themed thing uh and we did like so we had like those those uh uh, the chalkboards, the like fall themed chalkboards. We just did an episode on for the channel. I have like these little pumpkin pins that we cut out of the Romark acrylic. They're like little tiny pumpkins. It's just two ply plastic with a little pin on the back. I mean, it seriously takes like 10 seconds and some super glue and you make it and you throw it up on your social media and it will drive traffic so that people will show up to you. Just getting them in front of your page even if they don't have money to give you right now or they don't have a sale, they're not a potential sale right now, just getting your name in their head for when they do need something as you roll into the holidays, I think is really super duper important. And I don't, I'm having a hard time trying to think of a person that shouldn't do that. Uh, I think, you know, go ahead, Gio. Uh, Even if they they don't have the money to buy it or, or aren't interested, they may know somebody that wants to buy something like that or is looking for a product like that, that um, does have the funds available to get it. So, uh, or they, you know, they'll put it on their Christmas list that they want someone to get it for them for Christmas. So, I mean, you, you got to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like just con- content creation in general, like I know you guys don't all run YouTube channels, but like creating content, to drive traffic. I mean, it's just like the number one thing that you can do. I, you know, if you did like best Christmas gift ideas for air force guys, you know, and it's like, it's like a laser engraved Ridge wallet, a laser engraved Yeti and a laser engraved coin with the air force logo on it, you know? And like, it's just like the top three gifts for people in the air force. And then you post that on Instagram even if you don't sell those products, like you're going to put the idea in people's heads and then they're going to reach out to you and ask how they could get a hold of them. Even if you don't have like a fleshed out online store, they're good. You know, you can take custom orders for that kind of stuff. So I think like just upping your social media game and your web presence in general, especially around these like tentpole events as they come all year is like a no brainer. You know, you got like it every time of year, you have at least one major thing. January, you've got New Year's. February, you've got Valentine's Day. March, you have St. Patrick's Day. April, spring, I think, or Easter, right? Easter. Easter, Easter, thank you. Uh, So April's Easter. May would be Mother's Day. That's a big one. June is Father's Day, I believe. And that's like the 
and graduation. Yep, that's a good one. And you've got like the the July, you've got the 4th of July, summer fun, right? You, people love like the big scripty, summery looking stuff. But yeah, the grilling, that's like a huge like tent pole grilling. You know, you hit J July and August, you've got like the grilling and stuff like that. August, September, you're back to school. That's you could do a ton of different stuff there. Like on our website, on our web store, we sell uh, little backpack tags. So it's just got the kid's name and their classroom number and their bus number and a phone number, right? And we just cut these little tags out and sell them with key rings on them to parents. Uh, and that's a really, really easy one to do. You can do them out of wood or Romark or uh, whatever other material you probably do metal ones i didn't even thought to do metal ones before but you certainly could do metal ones if you have a fiber laser um so that gets you to september then october halloween boom easy uh november you've got fall is just like people foam at the mouth for fall stuff you know pumpkins and pumpkin spice lattes and corn mazes and halloween and just like you know thanksgiving stuff and grateful like we've all seen the grateful right in the yeah. in the big swirly cursive font i'm not saying like like sell out like that but you get what i'm saying like there's just so much you can do and then obviously uh christmas is literally all of that stuff put jammed together into like one final psychotic month where people are literally buying everything it doesn't have to be christmas themed it can just be good rock solid gifts and you're, you're gonna kill it. I mean, there's just too many people out there that aren't doing laser engraving for you not to be making like a butt ton of money doing this kind of stuff. So I yeah. hearing Nothing that and, I've been looking at, um, yeah. so you can get like business card holders on AliExpress for less than 60 cents a piece. Get something like that. And I know our local police department here, whenever they go on like, you know, traffic stops or uh, accident investigations, they always have their little business cards that they give out to people like, Hey, you know, here's my business card. Call me if you need anything. Do like their logo, you know, like the county police or, you know, even the state troopers up here in Alaska, get that, put that on like a 60 cent thing and go donate it to the local police department and then put your business name on the inside of that thing. People be like, huh, check this thing out. So I've really, really thought about doing that. I actually have it my AliExpress cart right now. I get like 50 of them for, you know, less than $30 shipped and it'll be yeah. here before the end of October. Yeah. Yeah. So plenty yeah. of time to do that real quick and then get that in the hands of them. So that way, you know, come November timeframe, they're looking for somebody to customize something or they need something done right close to Christmas. Oh, Hey, here's my business card holder. Hey, here's uh, where I can call. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's like kind of what I was saying earlier about like just understanding the the customer if you know what's going on in their head you know what i mean you can like be four steps ahead and like plan those epiphanies for them in advance it's just it's really really powerful it's a really powerful thing and the businesses that understand their customers the best are going to be the ones that win and it's not just you know i people like to look at these broad demographics and say i understand my customer base it's you know, 70% women from 20 to 25 or, you know, 20 to 35 or whatever. And they like to shop during wedding season. And th those are my customers. And I, like, I think you can take that further. I think you can, you can step up and contextualize that based on what's going on, you know, during certain events or certain times of year or in certain 
like geographical locations like the police station right like that the people that are working at the police station can have a certain mindset when they're going into work every day they have goals they're trying to accomplish you're saying how can i take advantage of that you know what i mean and provide them with something that's going to drive traffic for me in the future that's the it cost you next to nothing you know you're not throwing a hundred dollars at you know a facebook ad that may or may not get you something in return you're throwing yeah. maybe 30 or 40 dollars and you're actually getting them something you know you're helping out the community giving them something and plus maybe you're grabbing yourself some business too i was going to say i was trying to increase my local presence as well as online of course but i had an mm -hmm. inter interesting opportunity yesterday and have any of you guys ever reached out to local establishment at a mall like a specialty craft store or anything like that to see if they would rent you some shelf space or uh sell on consignment um so i spoke with a gentleman yesterday at the mall who's opening up a new, new shop and i want to be able to put some products on some shelf space in his store so i'm going to try to keep with the you know the monthly theme of what's hot and also talking to him he was able to explain okay people really like cardinals right now they like owls you know the the type of crafty products that people are buying so that's a helpful thing to get you into business locally that's an amazing tip man not only can you uh get in get you get your stuff that you made in your name in front of somebody else's customers right exactly. but you also get to see from a marketing perspective things through their eyes and so you now have a new channel of information that you can draw from on local trends you know what i mean what are the local temples what are the local buzz things that are going on so yeah if people look local people uh in your area are super into owls right now maybe you should be making some owl stuff you know what i mean exactly that's yeah a hundred percent dude that's a really really smart idea there's a place up here uh, called the Apple Farm, where people go to pick apples uh, every like autumn. That's like the place to go. And like, I might not put resources into selling there year round, but in the fall, you know what I mean? For that, there's another tent pole right there, like apple picking season, their doors are open and I could potentially go there and get them to place some of my products. Maybe I could even brand stuff for them. You know, it's an apple picking place. So maybe I could put like apple picking themed stuff onto products that they can then sell in their shop or even just their logo for free. Like do like a couple water bottles mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, like just little like take home trinkets or keepsakes or something with their logo on it and just give it to them for free. And they might love that and ask you to produce a whole run of them. Like you have no idea, you know, and so like certain businesses are cyclical like that, like the apple picking stuff where it's like it's harvest season where they're in the fall. Uh, that's when their customers are there. And you can look around at those kind of businesses too and try to take advantage of them in a similar way. That's a really smart tip, dude. That's a really, really smart yeah. way to think about that. I, I asked the shop owner uh, to come up with an idea of something that he might want, that want to sell in his shop uh, that would benefit him, of course. But... I wanted it to be something exclusive. So I told him that come up with something and I won't sell it online. I won't sell it anywhere else. You'll be the only one that has it. That way they can only get it from you. So if you come up with something, um, let's, let's do that. So it could benefit both of us. And he liked that idea as well. Creating exclusivity. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's something uh, I was actually going to look at. Uh, well, look into a little bit more. 
So I know um, uh, I used to work at Ace Hardware's, um, and they're all independently owned. And so I was going to talk to some of the owners. They've got like Yeti cups. They've got like Leatherman knives or um, other uh, uh, knife manufacturers or the axes that um, a lot of people like. And so I was going to talk to them since I know a couple of the owners and see if that would be a service that they would want for their customers or if they had some designs that they thought that, you know, customers may be interested in um, for, you know, their products, especially for like a last minute uh, Christmas gift. Yeah. And that's a really good suggestion, too. One of the things that I was going to recommend is um, and this kind of ties into that. I'll tie them together. I'm going to force them to tie together because it's there's there's some really good ideas here. But like even stores like that, like the Ace Hardware, they Ace Hardware follows tent poles too with what oh, yeah. they carry in their stores. You know what I mean? How can you integrate that cooperation with them into those tent poles too? Because they they are going to be selling water bottles in the summer, but they're going to be selling like coffee tumblers in the winter. You know so. Like maybe there's something there where you can take advantage of that. And again, that's another resource for you to draw a new perspective on what they think their customers think is popular that time of year. This is a huge wealth of information. So if you can take advantage of that and get your foot in the door, you're going to you're going to see those those bumps in sales and traffic with them as you're customizing things for them, especially if you're doing the exclusivity thing. And they the customers that are getting those items can only get them from Ace Hardware. Uh you know, that gives you a little leverage too. So you can say like, yeah, we'll do the exclusivity. Ace Hardware is the only place to get it, but people, I want my name to be shown too. You know what I mean? Like I want people to know that I'm the one doing the customizing. Cause if you're not getting, you're not getting brand recognition out of that, then you're not getting anything except raw sales and raw sales are fine, but they're not, it's not, that's not a long-term vision or security, you know? So you want to get that brand recognition in there too. But even places like if you're struggling to come up with ideas, uh, you know, another thing with the Ace Hardware uh, is a great place to start. Check out the grocery store, uh, Target, Walmart, right? They all follow those huge. If you walk into any of those stores, you know what season it is, you know, and yeah. uh, and make the stuff that they're selling, make the stuff that they're mm -hmm. moving. They spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on market research for these tentpole events every single year, exactly. they they know what's going to sell. They know before you do, they know a year before you do what they're putting out on those shelves for that season, for that year. And whatever they're producing, that's going to move. And there's always going to be people that are going to prioritize small, locally owned, handcrafted businesses over big box stores. So if you can take advantage of their market research and produce the same kind of items, the same stylized items, that they're producing, they will make sales because they've already done the market research for you. Let them spend the money. You take advantage of that and try to produce your own product that mirrors the style and attitude of the stuff that they're thinking is going to be trending. Because likely if you find it on like one of those store shelves, you know, I doubt the local Walmart's going to want to take you up on that kind of deal offer like the Ace Hardware would, right? The different right. things, but you can take advantage of that relationship in a different way because they're spending all of that money marketing for those temple events every year. And if you can find stuff in those kind of stores that you can produce on your own, you're going to be in really, really good shape. It doesn't even have to be fancy, man. You know, it could be something basic, like a little uh, like miniature palette that just says like, you know, 
summer fun on it in like a stupid font. People buy that stuff. They buy it. People buy it, you know, and we can make it. That's like we we are set up to like produce those products, even if, again, we're not producing thousands at a time. I'm not saying re-gear your entire shop every time of year, but do a couple and it could drive traffic. It could drive interest and you might have people reaching out to you to create custom versions of those things that you're creating. Because uh, that's another thing, the Walmart Target, you know, they're not going to be doing that. You get your kind of boilerplate version of the tent pole item and then that's it and people use it to decorate their homes you get to offer the additional service of customization on top of that and i think that can be very powerful that also gets people in that mindset too like they walk in you know right now i guarantee you as soon as they start taking off this halloween stuff christmas stuff's gonna start rolling in so everybody's in that halloween mindset right now as you walk into walmart and boom right up front you got like you know halloween themed oreos or you know, here's like a small rack of Halloween costumes, but in less than a month, you know, I'd say even before the end of October, they're going to start clearing that stuff out mm -hmm. and they're going to start bringing in that Christmas stuff or like the Thanksgiving theme stuff. And then the people that walk into Walmart or Target are going to be like, oh, I guess it's uh, time to start looking at Christmas stuff. And then they'll start doing the research. So that'd be like, like I said, the perfect time to start marketing that stuff, too. Yeah, you really have to plan in advance. You want to be you don't want to be cobbling together your strategy as the holiday is approaching. Like you're already too late at that point, you know? We should be strategizing for Christmas now. And we should have been strategizing for Halloween in like, you know, August. I like you kind of want to be like a month ahead. There's a reason those big box retailers do it that way. It's because it works. If it didn't work and it didn't generate additional revenue for them, they wouldn't be doing it. They're just too big, you know? So yeah, they're, go ahead, Patrick. Well, just a little bit of insight oh, um, with uh, Ace Hardware's, they start receiving their Christmas. So they order all their stuff for Christmas mm -hmm. early in the year. They start receiving it in July. Oh my gosh. At least the stores I used to work for, we'd start <laughs> receiving it and we'd had to inventory it um until we put it out um typically at the beginning of november yeah i think there's a lot of planning and and blocking that not a lot of people do uh at our size but i think if we kind of try to mirror the attitudes and behaviors of the larger chains we would definitely see some more success uh and i think we'd feel better prepared and we would probably feel less stressed as that those seasons came up because we have a goal and a strategy to tackle a season. Even here, when I don't do any special marketing at all, we are busier during the holidays. We just are. But it's kind of frantic and random and stressful, you know? And I think that if I spent more time planning how I was going to market for those holidays and planning maybe some products that I could sell to people during those holidays to generate a consistent revenue behind the noise that is the you know kind of random custom market i i think that would go a long way to kind of streamline how things are handled during that time of the year uh so i think that's uh that's you know that's key it's just planning in advance i mean literally buy go buy a 22 uh 2022 calendar right now and start marking out when you want to start planning for each phase of the year start marking out when you want to have product releases for each part of the year Start marking out when you want to start talking to maybe different retailers in your area about collaborations or cooperations that you can do with them throughout part. You know what I mean? Like July, go to Ace Hardware and talk to 
someone about Halloween cooperation, you know, or something like that. Like, I, I, it's not specific, but having some plan, even if you don't stick to it, having some plan is going to be better than just blindly waking up every day and being like, I, you know, I got to do something for Christmas or I got to do something for Halloween. Like, like give yourself a guideline and then you can, you can kind of snake around that, that line. You don't have to follow it dead on, but having something so that you at least know you're moving in the right direction and you're starting to plan, you're starting to think a month early or two months early about things that are coming up for you. You're going to, I think you're going to find, you're going to drive a significant, significantly greater amount of revenue than if you had just kind of done things as they've come up. So uh, it's definitely something that you want to look at. Um, the last thing that I wanted to mention really quick, well, I have two, two more things. So um, this just popped into my head because I was thinking like, what could you actually sell for Halloween? Because Halloween pins probably don't sell super good. The like burlap bags for like trick or treat bags that are like, you know, sustainable or whatever. That would be really big. And you can do that really nicely with the CO2 laser. So I just, I don't know, random thing. You can check that out. You can have that. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention this is my last post-it note here for the show. Uh, Google Trends is really cool. Have you guys ever been on Google Trends before? Yes. No. Google Trends is legit. So you, basically you can type in a search term like Halloween, and then it will give you like a billion keywords that have to do with Halloween, and you can see how they ramp up and ramp down throughout the year, which is really, really awesome. So you can see like if I start looking, I think Tyler's Christmas ornament example is perfect for this, right? If I type in custom Christmas ornaments into Google Trends, you can literally see on a graph with January through December exactly when the Google search results start to spike for that. And you can use that tool to start building your calendar, right? Because if people start searching for custom Christmas ornaments on October 20th, you can see it there on Google Trends from this last year. And you can mark that day on your calendar. Start producing custom Christmas ornament advertisements or creations or examples, you know, or start talking to local hardware store retailers about showing off my custom Christmas ornaments. Google Trends, crazy powerful. And you can use that not just for Christmas, but for any of these other events that we started talking about. You're going to start, you know, if you hop onto Google Trends and you're looking at like best Valentine's Day gifts for her, you know, and you can see like, seriously, like January 31st, is it 31st? I guess 30, 31 in January mm -hmm. hits boom. And it skyrockets. You know what I mean? Like, because people are like, Oh shit, Valentine's day is in two weeks, you know, and you like take advantage of that traffic. People aren't taking advantage of that traffic. I promise you. Like, it seems like common sense, but people aren't doing it. And if you do it, you're going to win, you know, it's just like one of those, it's just such a no brainer. And I, I, you know, I really want people to start thinking about how they can take advantage of these tentpole events, whether it's a holiday, whether it's a media event, whether it's a big TV show, a local convention, some kind of craft fair that happens uh, annually or semi-annually in your area, um, you know, sporting events like the Super Bowl. I mean, there's like all kinds of stuff literally all year long that you could be using to, and I think this is the main goal here, drive traffic to your website and get your brand out in front of the people that are going to make purchases from you all year long. I think that's key. I think that's the major takeaway from this. Um, do you guys have any like final thoughts on this topic? 
With so Google it doesn't always Trends, have to be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, with Google Trends, uh, just to piggyback off of that, are do you know of any good resources for hashtags, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, to uh, to help boost your exposure on social yeah, media? Um, there. Hashtags. Let me think. Um, I mean, so here's the number one place to get good hashtags is from content that's already trending. Um, that's where I would start rather than paying a service or using a service to get that kind of information. I mean, Instagram, YouTube, they give you everything that you need to know in your analytics in order to be successful. You just need to know how to read that information. And we can do another episode on social media, uh, which is just a whole nother ball game. But, um, you know, just go to like type in a search term, you know, uh, do hop like type Halloween in. Uh, you type Halloween into Instagram, it's going to give you two tabs that you can pick from top posts and recent posts, right? Click top posts and see what those top nine or top 12 posts are using in their hashtags. And boom, I mean, you've got that's, that's money. That's the stuff that's rising to the top. But it's not enough. You can have the best hashtags in the world if the content isn't being engaged with, then you're going to have, you're not going to see those kind of results. So hashtags are only part of the equation when it comes to making right. good social media content that can rise to the top. But if that's a specific thing that you feel like you're struggling with, you feel like your content's really in line with the tent pole for the season, you feel like it's really high quality and it's not getting hits and you feel like you need to improve your hashtag game, I would check out the top posts in your niche. Don't just try Halloween, try Halloween, try trick or treating, try spooky season try autumn, you know, and look through those and try to create kind of like this amalgamate, you know, group of hashtags from those that can get you into the top spots on those categories. I think that'll really help step up your hashtag game when you're trying to, uh, you know, surf these trends. Uh, you know, I think that's, that's, uh, that's a, that's a key strategy there. It's the same thing on YouTube. If you're producing YouTube videos about your laser engraving business, um, which everybody should be doing, by the way, uh, not doesn't necessarily have to be like tutorials like we do here on Laser Source or on the Laser Everything channel, but just showcasing your skills or projects that you've done for people in the past as time lapses or something. You should be on YouTube. Very easy to theme your videos. You stick a little Christmas tree down and you engrave a wallet with somebody's name and now it's a Christmas video. You know, so there's there's it's not it's not that hard to do. And everybody should be at least uploading clips of, of the kind of work that you're doing because people love seeing it. It's easy to go viral. And it makes your business look really, really good when you show people the kind of professional skill that it takes to, to get into your machines. So uh, Instagram, obviously massive right now. Uh, YouTube is huge. TikTok, I know it's for 12-year-old girls, but so was Instagram when it came out. Uh, and that is just people, the adults are moving into those social media things. It always happens. Be early. Be early. The people that were early to Instagram and the people that were early to YouTube are killing it right now. And the worst case scenario, you sunk a few hours a week into a platform that doesn't really take off, but it's got like it's got like a billion users or some like crazy amount, like hundreds of millions of users at this point. So I'm pretty sure it's not just gonna randomly die off. Uh it's it's here to stay. Start a TikTok account, make an account, upload a 30 second video of you engraving a ridge wallet or you engraving a buck knife once a week and watch that traffic come to you. You know, social media is free. It doesn't cost anything but your time. 
there's no reason that you shouldn't be uh, taking advantage of that and trying to learn how to how to leverage that as best you can. And of course, the last thing is uh, Google Ads, right? I I spend probably between like 150 and 300 dollars on Google Ads every month. I could spend more and it would drive more sales, but I've been focused on YouTube. Um, Google Ads is a no-brainer, and you can set up ad campaigns that happen during certain times of year based on those temple events. You know, looking for the best Christmas gift? Try 322 firearms. You know what I mean? You got a gun lover in the family that loves Christmas? 322 firearms, or just something like that. Uh, and you're gonna you're gonna see results on those specifically targeted ad campaigns rather than one that just says, "Are you looking for custom engraving?" 322 firearms you know like like leverage those events change your ads up don't just set an ad and run it all year leverage those events and use them to your advantage and you're gonna you're gonna see results you just will you're gonna see results and i think that's i think that's about what we have to cover today unless anybody's got any last thoughts so uh completely unrelated to this the discord just hit 1000 members hey and we're going to talk, we can talk, we can chat all about that and a whole bunch more because I want to touch base. I want to, especially with Tyler, because this is the first time we've ever had Tyler on. I want to get a little more into where you're, I want to see your machine set up. I want to talk to you about what you've got going on, how much practice you've had with it, where your skill level's at, what your plans are for the future. So if you guys want to hear about what Tyler's got going on in his shop, and of course, we're going to get an update uh, from Geo on Maker Theory. And we're going to talk to Patrick about all of his amazing success that he seems to be having on a daily basis at this point. Uh, if you guys want to hear all about that stuff and, uh, uh, you know, even more, because God knows what we get into, uh, check out the bonus episode of the Laser Source podcast, uh, which should be releasing right after this one. You can find it on the Patreon if you are a Patreon supporter. And you can find out all about how to do that at patreon.com slash laser everything. There's a link down in the description right next to the link to the discord so if you want to be member 1001 check out that link as well the discord is free it doesn't cost anything it's an amazing community filled with people that love lasers they love talking about lasers uh and they they love helping people it's, a, it's an exceptionally friendly community so definitely go check that out as well i think uh you guys will really enjoy being a part of that that group as well and um I think that's it. I think that's all we've got. So thank you guys so much for, for joining me on the podcast today. I appreciate you having you all here. I hope you had a decent first time joining us, Tyler. I hope it wasn't uh, wasn't too bad for you. And uh, I think that's all we've got. So we will uh, we will see you guys in the next one. Thanks so much for tuning in. Okay. Take Bye. care.